this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I'm not a crusty crab. Well, I've made it. Surprise, surprise. I'm surprised. I've made it. I'm sorry I'm late, but I am here. It is uh it is a cold and almost snowy January 18th, 2024. Welcome to the Hard Rock Lunchbox and of course the top 20. My streak for posting the new top 20 uh has ended, ladies and gentlemen. Has ended. <clears throat> I got to a streak of one. Here I am on the far side of not doing it. I'm going to try and do it again later and just post to try and remind people that the top 20 even exists. But, like, honestly, at this point, does it even I am so tired at this point of just, like, pushing something that nobody cares about. <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess that's what, like, Chris Christie must have felt like right before he dropped out of the race. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Christie jokes. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk a little politics later on today, uh, probably during the top 20, just because I mainly have nothing else to talk about, and it's kind of all that's really uh, in my mind. I do have interesting news from the world of Rebel 9, probably. Uh, interesting to some degree, but uh, I said we just uh, just skip all the hoo-ha-ha, or whatever, hoot-nanny, hoo-ha-ha, get right to some uh, like uh, lighthouse keeping, lighthouse keeping. <clears throat> So there is a brand new Top 20 out. Uh, I don't know what it is, so I'm going to read this piece of paper to jog my memory. It is The uh, the Biggest Lesson, episode 159. Jesus, really? Why? Why is that? Episode 159 of the Top 20 is out today on StrangerHood TV. You can check it out. You can give it a like. You can subscribe. You can comment. I even, like, I'll even get back to uh, answering some comments, comments on there because I feel like that's a good way to interact with people. Plus, if somebody takes the time to put a comment on there, the very least I can do is answer it back, so I always do try. Uh, but it talks about my overwhelming sense of accomplishment, which ironically enough was posting about the t- Top 20 from last week because I actually got to like, post that into my story, something I did not get to do today. Uh, not necessarily because I slack, but because, I mean, I feel like anybody that works for a living or has ever worked for a living, like, understands what it's like to just sort of walk into, maybe not chaos, because chaos wouldn't exactly be the right word, but, like, walk into, like, full swing of work, <laughs> right? Like, you just put your toe in, it's like, whoa, here we go. Like, you ever step on one of those moving sidewalks at, like, JFK? It's that, but it's at work and in the morning. You don't really worry. I had a. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll talk about me more. <laughs> then I gotta finish my housekeeping. Uh, so, Bacon is my podcast. They have Etched in Embers. That's uh, the full interview from Monday. Uh, coming up tomorrow is uh, they have a paranormal investigator for the uh, for the seven questions uh, and discussions and drinks. They do uh, Jimmy's Nostalgic uh, Tasting Part 2, and also Mike needs to be more productive. Uh, what's probably more interesting to me is the new campaign that Bacon is My Podcast is doing. Uh, they are posting and reaching out to fans for uh, if they want, uh, like, honest reviews and stuff like that. Of uh, I guess they're so... I, I only saw the ad once, so I didn't... Like, I read it, but, like, I haven't processed it yet. Because uh, I always find it pretty interesting. Like, I... 
I had done that years ago. I had offered to sort of do that. And um, I guess what I found is that people don't often want honest reviews. And even if they do, they're extremely hard to give. Um, and for, for all the times that I've seen, like, um, radio stations do that, like, you know, yank or crank or smash or crash or whatever the hell it is they do, uh, I've always found them to be not good. I mean, sometimes there's some insight in there, but like, honestly, if you sit privately with like a production team or somebody with some sort of insight and they tell you honestly, like, what's up, like that's, that's way more valuable. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that this idea won't work because there's lots of bands that are out there, but I think, I think the problem I have with it is that bands that are looking to you for a public review don't want a public review. They just want you to tell you how great their stuff is. Like, some songwriters around here come to mind. Not around here. Like, I'm the only one here. Um, but, like, you know, some songwriters we know. Like, I feel like that is something that is... People people will say they want it, but they don't actually really want it. They just want to be told how great they are. And, and you know, it's fine. Like, I used to have this thing with my, my closer friends when they would, like, ask me opinions on songs. Um... Like, I feel like I don't have that with Jimmy and Mike anymore. Like, the three of us, when we um, when we just sort of like, hey, what do you think of this? Like, I'm expecting, like, honesty at this point. And I feel like they're expecting honesty from me, too. And I feel like I get it. And I feel like I give it, too. Because, like, I know that Mikey, I think it was actually Side Out, even. Um, I had sent that in. And Side Out used to have, like, a slightly different course. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm remembering this correctly. I'm remembering the content correctly. I'm just not sure if I'm remembering what song it was, because um, it might not have been side out. It feels older than that. But um, where I had sent, I had sent the song and whatever song it was. Let's just call it side out. Had a different chorus, and it was a lower chorus. Like I, I like going lower because it's easier for me to sing. Obviously, uh, it's also just more in my. Uh, range and like I just tend to write there naturally. I find I write higher when I'm writing in my head because like I have a new song that I'm working on right now called The One and it is I tried to sing it for the first time out loud yesterday on the way back from a dentist appointment. I was like, wow, this is way higher than it was in my head because in your head you don't have to deal with stuff like vocal strain and you know, simple stuff like that like not being able to reach notes. But anyway, I had sent out a song that probably had like a lower, weaker chorus, and Mike's response was like, man, you could do way better on that chorus. And it's like, that was, that's, that's the kind of honesty that you're looking for if you're honestly looking for stuff. And I've had people that have sent me like finished songs looking for my advice on stuff. I'm like, well, why would you do that? Like, why would you send me something that's already been mastered if you're looking for my advice on something? Like, you know, if you just want a yes or a no, like a good or a bad, like I can do that. Um, but like, I feel like with my, my closer friends whom I do share, uh, music or they share music with me and ask for, you know, kind of opinions and stuff like that. Uh, I used to have this kind of rule. I'd be like, um, you know, if they're like, what do you really think? Like, I'd be like, okay, well, what do you like? What do you actually want? Do you want like me just to like listen as a listener or as a fan or whatever? Or do you want some production notes? Like Andy Sexton comes to mind. Like Andy will always ask for production notes. But in Andy's defense, like he's sending me recordings like on his phone that sounds like it was either like he sent me some stuff that sounds like he was on the train working an idea out. 
and that at that early stage it's like what direction can we even go in and and it was really funny because recently he sent me something and i think i talked about this on the show he sent me a song he played it at the unplugged but he sent me a song and um he it was a good song but like i just i wanted something else out of the chorus and i was like i like it but I think it needs to do this here. And I got something back, like in all caps. He's like, God damn, I knew it. Like, I knew I was feeling that. I should have just trusted my gut or whatever. Like, that kind of stuff. Like, that's really good. But that's, that's like, tight and confidential and between friends. And between, we're friends, but, like, we're also, like, we have some mutual respect as songwriters and artists and stuff like that. Because I've definitely gotten songs from people that, like, I don't feel like they respect me as a songwriter so whenever i offer up an opinion they'll be like well you know whatever what do you know and to be perfectly honest like they have every reason to do that like i'm still sitting here in my basement i don't have any you know i mean i've been like kind of nominated for a couple of awards and stuff like that but it doesn't matter like i'm not you know ed sheeran i'm not you know you know what i mean like i'm not dj khaled as far as i'm aware i'm none of those people so like what kind of other than the quality of material that I've put out across my career, like, I don't really have any, like, you know, anything to really stand on. But, like, if people like what I do and they want to, you know, have that kind of advice, then they'll kind of ask. But I'm always very careful to be like, what kind of advice do you want? <laughs> so, in that context, where it's actually kind of controlled, I feel like it's it's a lot more useful. Like, I'm going to be interested to see how this goes and how long this plays out. Because what will happen at some point... Um, because they'll probably get a couple of bands like you know maybe james will send in some of the new pathmaker like i haven't even heard it yet but i know so much about this record that there's like already no way it can't be good do you know what i mean like maybe some things could be better maybe some things are perfect but like it's going to be one of the top records coming off the island in 2024 so like maybe they'll review that and they'll be like this this record is awesome you know or whatever like oh, i would have done this here or i would have done that there or whatever but I think what's going to come eventually, and that comes for all of us, is that um, you know somebody that we know, or that that they somebody that they know is going to send something in, and it's not going to be great, or it's not going to be what they want, and they'll either have to really slam it and like be you know hold up their integral in, in, integrity on the whole project, or they'll just you know kind of candy coated like. I've, I've definitely caved to that for sure. When I know that people are not looking for an actual honest uh, production level response, like, yeah, man, great song. Great. You know, and, you know, we've all had, we've all heard, you know, Jimmy's famous, like, yeah, you were definitely up there kind of thing. Like, it's like you have to do that. So I'm going to be interested to see, like, just how far that goes. But, like, we'll see. But, you know, they could just like everything. And maybe that that's going to be great. But I'm interested to see how that goes. It, and the only reason I'm bringing it up is I, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a great way to reach new bands. I just, it feels like a giant pitfall. Like, because there's there's definitely a landmine coming. And Jimmy, more than anybody, knows that you need to be careful of the landmines. See how I did that? Yeah. That's super clever, right, Jimmy? Yeah. <laughs> will tell you uh, I don't think anybody cares but I have heard a rough mix of uh, one of Craving's new songs it is very very good in fact the way it starts is one of the catchiest beginnings of any Craving song that I think I've ever heard it could just be that it's new and I'm not here to just review it with honest reviews on my show because 
They didn't ask me to do it, and I don't offer that product. However, if Craving if Craving Strange is interested in getting an honest review of their new songs, I do know the guys over at Bimp, so like, then maybe they could send it there and get an honest review. I actually, I'd like to see Mikey like honestly review it in front of Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> or watch Jimmy like interview it, like review it in front of Chris and Monty and Frank. Like I think that'd be. Oh, I don't even know what that would be like. But in my little head here, <laughs> it's just, it's just... <sighs> so what are we doing today? I have no idea. Um, so I was going to say something about. Uh, I just, I know that I just, I went into work like full speed ahead. Like I had so much going on, like full speed that like, I just have not stopped all morning. And that's, that's why I was late. <laughs> I know that nobody wanted to know, but that, that is indeed why I was late. So, <coughs> uh, just checking out the chat. Oh, Mikey's there. Yeah. We were being pretty safe about things. Fun story that happened. I reviewed a song last week. Oh, so, so Yeah. So my future predictions about stuff that has already happened has come true. Like, look at me. It is I, Nostradamus. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mikey. It's a super uncomfortable position to be in. Uh, I don't envy it, but like, I do applaud your efforts to try and expand the brand. I know I was having that conversation. Uh, not conversation. I was, was just discussing, like, trying to figure out. That's what it was trying to figure out like the best way to actually do this to expand this brand here and i just again like i can't even seem to promote just the very simple aspects of this show so i don't like until i have more time and 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 come up with a better way like i really i really should go back to some of my interviews and stuff like that i just i don't have time to do any prep anymore like i barely get here on time so anyway um so yeah so uh in terms of What's going on in the world politically? I just want to touch upon uh, this just a, a wee little bit uh, because I'm just I'm becoming more and more amused, uh, and I didn't think that was possible, but I am becoming more and more amused with this fake Republican base uh, of Trump supporters because it is just it is just bananas, honestly, in my opinion. Some of the stuff that's going on, and I've said I've said for a long time, like when it comes to some of the diehard Trump supporters, like. I kind of need you to like look around and I know that none of them listen, but that's not true. Not none of them. A very small handful of Trump supporters listen to my show. And what I would kind of offer, what I would kind of offer up is I just want you to look left and right and just see who you're in league with. Now I was laughing so goddamn hard on Monday because one of these, uh, Trump tweeters, uh, Lauren something. She's a huge conspiracy theorist. Definitely like loves all the deep state stuff and like truly believes that like, you know, the election was stolen, which, you know, I'm, I'm getting so tired of, I'm not getting, I am, I am so tired of people that when like you're having a disagreement with them, they're, they're, they're just refusing. And I know it's part of the Dunning Kruger effect, but like they're, they're just refusing to like kind of let go of their beliefs because they believe them. Now, I'm going to tell you this, and this should come as a shock to nobody. The simple fact that you believe something or believe something to be true does not make it so. With po- with the possible caveat of you being the leading, you know, expert in your field. Like if Neil deGrasse Tyson says he believes something to be true about astrophysics, 
Yeah, that's a that's a real strong argument for something to be true. But even a dude like that is very careful to point out that you know these are all theories. When you're talking about like the age of the universe, like he doesn't have like unlike President Obama, like there is no birth certificate for the beginning of the universe, right? Like so he's very careful to to navigate that. And a lot of authorities is like, nope, this is what it is. This is what it is. This is what it is. And like you know, a lot of stuff that we just don't know for sure are theories. And we believe them to be true and stuff like that. Like the James Webb Telescope is telling us basically new stuff every week about the birth and the origins of the of the universe, and that's that's important stuff. We have a new tool, we have new information. But the fact that some of these Trumpers would be like, see, see, like science isn't isn't fact. Like you know, people, science is wrong all the time. Ipso facto, vaccines are poison. Like that's just not how it works. And and pretty much anybody that's like speaking like that isn't qualified to speak on those sort of things. So it's just funny to me that they still insist on doing it. But like that does seem to be the problem. So this 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 twat, like she was just saying, um, she was saying that it's very cold in Iowa, which it is. Uh, it was like the coldest it's been in like fifty years. And she had the audacity to like tweet to all of her followers that it was probably the Biden administration that was just ramping up the weather control machine to make it so cold uh, that that Trump wouldn't win the uh, the caucuses there. Is Biden ramping up the the weather machine, Jimmy? It's always a no. Right, of course not. It's absolutely a ridiculous statement. And to be perfectly honest, Trump was supposed to sweep the state anyway. Like, what difference does it make if you're keeping everybody? Like, I understand if it was, like, the general election, you'd have more of a theory. But, like, it wasn't. It wasn't a general election. It was just the Republican caucuses, some outdated version of, like, the way to vote. And, by the way, like, we could talk about how how really archaic, like, the, the caucuses are. Like, it's just beyond ridiculous. But I would also like to offer my counter conspiracy theory, which is that all the Trump supporters in Iowa... They all got together and opened their refrigerator and their freezers and their front door. And they're the ones that caused it to be cold because they knew what they were doing because they all had their big hard R hats on. So they were going to be warm enough to go to these caucuses, but they wanted to freeze out the Nikki Haley supporters, the Ron DeSantis supporters who are probably Florida and South Carolina uh, disrespectfully. And then maybe even some of the write-in candidates like or even that Vivek guy who's just beyond ridiculous anyway. So I would argue that it's actually the Trump supporters that caused it to be so goddamn cold in Iowa to keep all the, you know, the South Carolina and Florida supporters, uh, those candidates, to keep them out of, of going to the caucuses. Because that makes way more sense to me as a conspiracy theory. I mean, like, the reality is, like, I, I personally think, and again, I'm not an expert, I think when it comes to the November election, I think that... I think that Biden's going to have a much easier time defeating Trump than he would Nikki Haley or 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 Ron DeSantis, because the people that don't like Trump anymore are the people that actually own the fact that he is a bad dude and he's doing bad stuff and he is threatening the democracy of this country. Whether you believe it or not is irrelevant because the stuff that he's already done that he's admitted to and certainly the stuff that he's been accused of. I mean, I'm not even talking about the stuff that, the, you know, court, but the stuff that he's actually said, done and said and said that he's done is enough of a reason to prove like what a bad dude he is and how dangerous it'll be. I mean, the simple fact that the highest 
you know, the most conservative people in the country, like, are, like, super sounding the alarm at how dangerous this dude is because he's looking to go kind of fascist on it, on on stuff like you know he's defying the courts he's defying court orders like he thinks he has he has complete control like i talked to you last week about how his lawyer argued that as a president he has immunity for like ordering a hit on his political rivals as long as he's not impeached and then convicted by the senate that's bananas like we have basic laws in this country and his lawyer by extension him is are, are arguing that he is above that and that's what fascists and dictators do so like the real conservatives, the real Republicans in this country are sounding all kinds of alarms about how dangerous this is going to be. So I think that Biden actually is going to have a much easier chance. Now, do I wish it wasn't Biden running? Yeah, I kind of do. I think he's done a fantastic job, and I really do. And I've pressed everybody with, if you take the border off the table, find me anything that Biden has done that you don't, that isn't been good for this country. Like, you can't. The really, nobody has come back to me with anything about that, except maybe like oil executives or uh, people that are trying to run like Bitcoin frauds. Like, they seem to really be anti any of this stuff. And that's completely understandable. But like, nobody's got anything for real. Like, that they, they hate Biden for. They just hate Biden because they hate Biden. I, I guess that's what it is. If it's just the, if you take the border off the table, we'll talk about the border some other time. So, I mean, like, it's just really quite something. To, and it just speaks to just the, the insanity that's going on amongst some of these hardcore supporters that this is what they are choosing to lead their their country with tony actually brought me some something finally somebody that had a reason to support trump that wasn't racism or being a billionaire and it was like he wanted to hunt in the you know the national forests like our national preserves i guess like yellowstone i guess he wants to go to jellystone and kill like you know yogi and boo boo which like i guess if that's really your most important issue that you want to hunt in our national forests like and I guess can't, which I which I also don't understand because we immediately like here in the Northeast we're like, dude, we're paying people to come and hunt deer in the in, on the east end of Long Island and all through New Jersey. I mean, every year in New Jersey they're like, please come shoot these deer because there's 27 billion of them and they're all over the place and they pose a threat to themselves because they'll eat themselves out of house and home or you know Everglades and home or whatever it is uh, Evergreens and home. Uh, so like I I don't I don't know what they want to hunt. I mean I guess. There are people that want to, like, hunt, like, buffalo and bison. Like, I know that, but, like, it's the same people that want to go to Africa and, like, hunt lions and, and elephants and rhinoceros. Like, these are endangered species, and we collectively, as a as a world, have decided, like, we don't want people to hunt those because they have teeny little dicks and want to put those things up on their wall. Like, we've all agreed to that, and I understand that you might not like that because you're rich and entitled, but, like, this isn't about you. It's how an us works. And people that just don't like that just aren't going to like that. And that's fine. But at least it was a reason. There was no racism whatsoever involved in Huntington. Hunting, hunting in national forests, unless, of course, he's looking to hunt brown and black people, which, again, we've all decided you're not allowed to. Right? Like, that's it. Now, if you're in Texas, you are technically allowed to hunt any woman that's got an abortion out of state, but that's a whole other thing. Um, but I again, I would just implore any of any of the people that listen to me uh, that are true Trump supporters, like just take a look left and right and just see who is on your team at this point. I know I do this all the time. Like I, I tend to be drifting more towards the center uh, because the extreme rhetoric on the left about like you know individual rights is too much for me. Like 
for for as much as like the, the the super rich white guy that wants to hunt a black rhinoceros, of which there's like five left in the world, he does not have that right to do it. I'm getting very tired of the extreme left and everybody's individual rights to do whatever they want. I'm sorry, that's just not how a society works together. Yes, there are always going to be outliers, but no, we cannot break society down so that every single like fractal version of a person has an individual right. It's just impossible to do it that way. And anybody that knows me knows how much I've been been, been complaining for a decade about New York regula- regulation because it's always there's always so much regulation in New York that you can't really do anything. And granted, a lot of it comes from like having to put a rule in place because some asshole just didn't follow the basics of why you can't do those things, right? Like you need a permit to have like clo- was a cloven-footed animals that a permit you can't really even get. Like if I want to get a pig or a sheep, like I can't really do that in the town of Huntington or the county of Suffolk. I mean, you can, but you like you have to have like special stuff and zoning and all that other stuff. And the reason that is, it's not because one dude just wanted to own like a micro pig, right? You know that. It's that one, you know, person like got a whole bunch of sheep and like pigs and like they ran into their neighbor's yard and they ate their neighbor's fence or they you know knocked down telephone poles or they ran into the street because they just didn't 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 keep their own shit in order and so somebody had to put a rule down and now there's a rule down that affects all the rest of us that are just trying to do stuff it's kind of like that famous like sort of cosby thing where a parent gets so mad he makes some ridiculous ruling that like just affects everybody blindly and it's it's just a bad thing so i get it i understand like you might want you know this that or the other thing but like just take a look around you and see what's on your team i feel like the left is starting to do a pretty good 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 job of distancing themselves from all this ridiculous nonsense and all the ridiculous pushing that's going on from the extreme far left I do think there's definitely some issues that need to be sorted out with transgender rights. Uh, the fact that LGBTQ rights are kind of under under the gun again needs to be looked at. The fact that we're repealing rights for women that have been basically, you know, part of our law system for 40 years and stuff without even batting so much of an eye, I think is 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 a is a function of that, and that's the kind of stuff we need to be careful of because that is exactly what the plan is like you have people asking for the moon and the stars it's like let's start taking away this kind of stuff while they're not looking so like that's the stuff we need to be careful of on the left but again i implore the people on my right to just take a look around and see who you're in league with and see if that's actually who you want to be in league with because i think when we come down to the individual issues a lot of us agree a lot like the, the the problem in the world is not people on like WIC or or the the SNAP program. Like these are like the women and infant and children like food program. Like nobody should be against that. Like you know like like single moms or whatever you know with with infant children need food and they need help. Like you would think the party that's making women have you know babies against their will if they don't want to would understand that those babies would then be born and need to be fed but this is what we're dealing with the republicans the the maga republicans in congress are trying to remove all of that funding because everybody should be able to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and everybody should be able to get a large you know inheritance from their father Saul Goodman so that they can start globotrim like i understand that that's what they believe it's just not actually what happens so like 
do you really want to be in a party with somebody that wants women and like their their infant children to go hungry? Like, is that what you're about? Is it? Because that's what you're supporting. So again, I'm going to shut up now because I've already talked too long, and I can't believe it's already 12:30. I'm so sorry for wasting all your time talking about that. It's time to get some music, and you know, have yourself a good day, and good luck to everything Bimp is trying to do. And don't forget to check out the top 20, like and subscribe, and all that other stuff. And uh, I did happen to notice when I logged in before it was Kate's birthday from 18th and Addison, so I figured that would be a good way to kick off our local music block. Uh, well, uh, how about when I'm alone, which is kind of what I am right now. Yeah.
give you a rundown on proper hard rock lunch box
When the good people over at All New Episode aren't making copies of themselves, they're out performing some of the most fun music I ever get to see live. Hopefully I'll get to see it again in 2024. In the meantime, I've got some music for you. Nice. 
Is there a D nice? If one of y'all says some silly ass name, this whole class is going to feel my wrath. Now, D nice. Do you mean Denise? Son of a bitch! You say your name right, right now. Denise? Say it right. Denise. Correctly. Denise. Right. Denise. Right. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. That's better. <sighs> Thank you. Now, A.A. Ron. Transistor, just to keep this thing alive. I can't be a resistor. 
Yeah, man, Danger Club out of uh, Pennsylvania, Philly, I believe. Uh, you might remember them from one of the new to you shows that we did up here. They were a great freaking band. Uh, and I think they're still doing stuff, although I haven't seen anything new from them in a little while. But as I ramp up more of the local unsigned sort of aspect of this uh, of this program again, I'm gonna probably I'm gonna try and reach out to some of these other bands and see what I can get. Uh, from them in terms of new material. But speaking of new material, I broke it for you last week. Born of Scars finally put out their very long-awaited new EP. Uh, and we've still got that in rotation. I'm going to grab more songs from it eventually, but I'm just not tired of this one yet. It's brand new from Born of Scars. It's called Small Steps.
Time for a little crash overcast from uh, the left coast of California, I guess. I don't even know. I don't care. I don't even know why I said that. It's the life that you want on the box. Think I'm burning up inside. Need to get off this ride. Yeah. Quit so quiet. But the
I uh, will say, uh, for today's uh, musical moment, there was actually some discussion back and forth about whether or not we had even played this ridiculous song already. And it turns out we have not, ladies and gentlemen. Have we played this song yet, Jimmy? So this could be good, this could be get, this could be bad, but either way, it's going to be ridiculous, and it's not my fault. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, some shit like that. I was just going to say that myself, exactly. So I'm going to double dip here. Now, the rules as they pertain to double dipping in society are a little vague in some places, but I think that we can have some general guidelines, right? Like if you're double dipping, you're in the member of the same immediate nuclear family, I feel like double dipping is okay. The courtesy is like if you're dipping something triangular, like a Dorito into some sort of dip, like you dip and then you eat and then you dip a different side, but like still within a family, like I guess it really doesn't matter. I kind of like to think like, Anybody's ass I've wiped, I can at least double dip into their salsa. I don't know what the court ruling would be on that, but that's certainly what I would do. Also, I feel like relationships, that's fine. You can double dip. I feel like there's a little autonomy to be set for your relationship. If you're one of those people that can't handle it, you should let your partner know that immediately. And so they can just move on and find somebody that's not completely insane, I think. Um, but... Also, when it comes to uh, the musical moments, Mel's musical moments over the years, I feel like I'm allowed to double dip whenever she accidentally gets a good song in there and under the guise of it being a ridiculous musical moment. And I feel like that's what happened last week because this honestly might be the greatest shit ever. It's the greatest shit ever. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man, little state champs for you. So I got this new song. I think it's a new song. It's a new song I've never heard. It's certainly new to me. Maybe it's new to you. The song is called Call Me By My Name, and it's by Michael Shines, who I don't know, and then Red Theory and Hollywood Black. So you got a total collaboration going on, which is awesome. I think that's cool. Seems to be a lot more of that going on. But I got to tell you, this song was sticking with me so hard. Uh, and I was just super digging it. Maybe you will, too. There's something like quite like a little different about it, which I also thought was cool. But, man, it's... Yeah, man, it was just it was riding with me most of the most of the morning and most of yesterday. So hopefully you'll dig it too. Call me by my name. In the box. Hard rock lunch box. Possibly one of the greatest hard rock songs from one of the better hard rock bands ever, man. The Red from Chevelle. Yeah, give yourself a round of applause. All right. So uh, just in terms of news, this is just coming in right now. Uh, I don't know how many people really remember what was going on in Uvalde, Texas with the, uh, the the shooting that went on down there and Texas's unbelievably, ridiculously poor attempt to, uh, to handle it properly, which is exactly what you would expect from basically a shit state run by shit people. But it's actually kind of nice to see at this point, uh, this, is, this is coming out, this is the Texas Tribune, this is out right now, uh, Uvalde, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland. Uh, and it said some victims of the 2022 Uvalde school shooting would have would have survived if Texas law enforcement officers who waited more than an hour to confront the gunman had followed, quote, generally accepted practices. That basically means that the people in Texas that were handling this are huge ass pussies and basically cost people to lose their lives. All I can possibly hope is that they punish severely for exactly that. If you don't want to be in law enforcement and you don't want to do the job, 
please do not be a law enforcement officer. If you're just in it for the benefits, the socialist benefits that the rest of us have to pay for, by the way, and your gold watch in retirement in 20 years, please just stay home. If you want to be a cop and you want to be in law enforcement and you want to do the job, please step up. Everybody else, please shut up and stay home. Anyway, it goes on to say the assertions came Thursday after U.S. Justice Department released a withering report into the hundreds of Texas law enforcement officers. Uh, Officers fumbled response to the 2022 Robb Elementary School shooting, finding, quote, cascading failures of leadership, decision-making, tactics, policy, and training. You got that? Texas, quote, Cascading failures of leadership, decision-making, tactics, policy, and training. Fuck you, Texas. You suck so bad. And children are now dead because of it. You did that. Good job, Republicans in Texas. Now let's get on to some good stuff. I like this song. This song actually made me much happier than that article did. It's called Westall 66. Never heard of the band. The song's called The Weeknd. Never heard of the song. Can't say that tomorrow. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Picked up this brand new song right here from Point North. Uh, and I guess The Ghost Inside, another collaboration. I don't know, man. I'm I'm feeling old with all these bands that I don't really know. I know Point North, but I didn't know The Ghost Inside, honestly. I don't know. I guess, I guess I'll pay attention if... Uh, you know, if it becomes something I need to pay attention to. But, uh, you know, I feel like the chat will let me know because, you know, that's what they're good for. That's one of the many things they're good for, at least for right now. The song's called Safe and Sound. I dig it. Maybe you will, too, in the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. So, um, I, I don't think there's any reason I can't bring this up. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't really don't even know anything. Uh, but yeah, no. So I've got some Rebel Nine news. If you guys are all interested, uh, yeah. So we had our first pre-production meeting for our first recording session of 2024. And even though we're not going to start recording till probably late winter, maybe early spring, we could move a little bit faster than that. But we have solidified the songs. We have decided to record. We're going to go. Uh, we're going to go ahead and record three songs this time out instead of four. Um, so that's going to be a little bit easier. I think I think it's really only easier on me. <laughs> as selfish as that sounds, I don't really think it matters much to anybody else because it would just add more time. But in terms of getting things ready and all the, the post-production work that has to happen, I think it would probably be a little bit easier on me. But also, what it allows us to do, and this is kind of an important important in the thought process if we go with the three songs i'm currently working on three songs right now like brand new songs uh i also just released a or released released to the band a brand new song called tony omaha i was mentioning that probably a couple weeks ago uh, i might be switching the name of that over to uh omaria but i haven't decided yet I'll, nobody really cares because it really doesn't change anything about the song but i've been working on that and we've started as a band to finally start working on that we also pulled a song called choke uh, that we had written years ago at this point, um, and Kaz has taken a stab at rewriting it, and I'm going to take what he did and take what we were looking to do and try and just sort of reconcile those two things and build out a version of that. So what that basically means is that once those are finished, you know, we're going to have another eight, uh, eight or nine songs to choose from for the next round. 
So if we do go with four, that pushes all of the newest songs out of uh, basically possible recording for 2024. If we stick with three, we might be able to get a couple of those in before the end of the year. So I thought that that was kind of like a good thing to, to think about it. Uh, a lot of Rebel 9 fans will probably be disappointed that we did. We opted to not record Scars again this time out. Uh, and the reason that is, is because we did opt to record a song called It's Alright. And it really wasn't any sort of decision other than we want to change up the intro to Scars. And Dave says he's got some ideas for us, so he's going to give us some ideas that we're going to work on in the meantime. But it's almost a lock that Scars will be in the next batch. So expect us to record Scars towards the end of 2024, uh, which means, unfortunately, it won't be out until about a year from now, maybe even longer. So sorry about that. We will continue to play it live because I do like playing it live. It's a good opener for us. Uh, but It's All Right will definitely be one of the songs we're working on in the new batch, as will End Us All, which is a song we really do not play out live all that much. It is the song that I have probably reworked and re-figured out more than any other song in the, in the catalog, so I'm psyched that that's going to get a chance to go through. We also opted to not record nothing at all. Uh, we're going to hold that over because I feel like it just needs a little more time to breathe with the band. Um, it's still a little bit sloppy. I feel like people are still working out their parts, so it's probably a good idea to do that. But we are going to be recording Run Through Me, uh, which is the song I wrote after listening to it like a full weekend of Slipknot. So that's going to be what we're looking for from Rebel 9 in 2024. Also, we still have two singles to release. Uh, outside, no, outside, Inside will be out closer towards the late spring, but Aaliyah will be coming out on March 1st on all streaming platforms. I'm trying to get a video made of it that'll come out earlier. Uh, it's just a question of whether I can get it done in time or not. Uh, so I'm super psyched about Aaliyah. Aaliyah was a last minute add to the last bunch of songs that we did. Uh, and the reason I bring that up is because I happen to perform that. If you haven't seen it already, I happen to perform that for the Bimpies this year. Uh, if you would like to check out the video of me doing it, just sort of singer-songwriter style, you should do that. Look for the Bimpy episode uh, on Bacon is My Podcast, which you can find along with the Top 20 on Stranger at TV, the, the Craving Strange channel on YouTube. I would recommend checking it out. I thought the video came out really good and, and captured a lot of what a what I've tried to get across in that song. However, I do have the audio for you because I'm cool like that. This is called Leah. Follow me. Let's see everything that you've been told. Carefully. No one knows but me the hell you won't. You should run You can heal The suffering is all you've ever known What you feel This moment's over you, you know They should run Sound the alarm. They can run, but the damage is gone for Tucker. You know, it's just no other way in me. Run to me free. Thing you see, 
That sound means? It's always a no! Yeah. <laughs> it's just, that's still not, not funny to me. It's always a no! Yeah, well, hey man, that gives me an idea. I guess we're, uh, I guess I know what song uh, this week's weekly craving of the week with Cravings Strange is gonna be. Do you? It's always a no! Probably do. You just don't know it yet. It's always a no, like K N O W or uh, N O. Oh, you're not being very helpful there. So I guess we'll just continue on this week. It's always a no. It's always a no. Yeah, that's what I said. It's always a no. It's always a yeah, no. I got you. Jesus, Jimmy. It's always a no.
for everybody to get on with their day, go back to doing whatever it is you're going to do. But it is supposed to snow tomorrow, so whatever you do, please don't ride your bicycle out like these guys suggest. And I will see you next week right here, back on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box.